0: Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I'd tried everything prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong target. Instead of trying to feel better by filling the painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all parts of me be here, I feel more human And less like a robot on autopilot. So, I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So, thank you for joining this episode of the Healing Path podcast. Today, I'm chatting about a post. Called Algorithms for the Soul. This is from last um, May. I love when I'm moving along and suddenly take notice of a behavior I'm engaged in with curiosity. Without knowing exactly why, I am drawn to pause and say, Wait, what am I doing? (laughs) It usually happens during some regular activity that I never noticed before, and it happened recently. Ever use Google to answer questions for yourself? The term JFGI didn't come from nowhere. We look to the internet for so many things without even realizing it. We use it as our personal GPS when driving, our medical dictionary and doctor when we have a diagnosis, our keto calculator when we eat, and our monetary conversion calculator when we need to find out how much the almighty dollar is worth outside of the U.S. There's no question that the internet is a helpful resource when used correctly and coupled with a grain of salt. I certainly benefit from accessing it daily, but when it comes to soul searching, this is not the avenue (laughs) that we want to take. I remembered this when I caught myself asking Google about something really important. As I typed my question into the text box, I stopped myself. Wait, what am I doing? I was instantly stopped like a moving boat thrown into neutral gear, halting it to a standstill. Am I really asking an algorithm and tech engineers behind the scenes of my life for an answer to this personal question, is this what all my years of dedication to the quote-unquote journey within have gotten me? Knowing that depending on my geography, I'll get a different answer, according to the Netflix documentary, A Social Dilemma, and other sources who ask the same question in different locations and get different answers. Have I lost my mind? Do I really want to take such a meaningful topic and turn towards social engineering and algorithmic calculations to lead me in its direction instead of my own? (sighs) Well, the answer is a resounding no. So after saying thank you out loud and gratitude for the pause, I made two mental notes. One. When it comes to major decisions and important topics such as grief, we all have at least one person in our lives whose opinion can help us in a more meaningful, constructive way than Siri or Alexa can. Even if we don't have another person, there are other avenues, support groups, published books, etc., where we have a better chance of accessing information of substance relevance, and credibility. The second thank you and mental note, if after reading everything we can find, talking with those we love, trust, and know us, including and especially God, if we are going to the internet for an answer to a deep question, we need to stop and accept the one we already have, and don't want to accept. These answers we seek, they're within, always, and only every time. If we can't hear them for ourselves, our loved ones and environments will reflect what we know to be true until we can hear our inner voices. If you've gone through this process of making a major decision, think about the ridiculous nature of asking a computer, (laughs) For advice on making it. Then, as I did, laugh out loud, <laughs> close the laptop, and do the next right thing you already knew to be right before you signed on. So thanks for joining this episode of the Healing Path podcast. Um, I remember this experience vividly, and I literally had done all the soul searching and all the prayer and all the you know, check in with my mentors and my board of directors and get everybody's opinion. I knew the answer to my question. I just didn't want it to be what it was. So that's when I almost, and big asterisks, almost turned over my private life to an algorithm for the soul built by social engineers. So I don't recommend doing that. And if you get that pause you know, definitely you want to thank the universe for it and try to install it yourself if it doesn't come naturally. But the last thing that we want to do is ask uh, an algorithm um, how to make a decision or what that decision should be. And the good news is if you end up doing that or come close to it, that might even be a reverse indicator that you already know exactly what you need to do. So check in on that. Let us know how it goes. And of course at LisaMcFarland.com. We love to hear your stories if you've, you know, asked any ridiculously crazy questions of the internet like I have. Um, I'd love to hear what they what they are, or maybe how you thought about it after the fact. So thanks again for checking out this episode of the Healing Path. And until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And hey, stay interacting with live people when making decisions.